so uh, maybe you could just say, uh, introduce yourself and say like what you do at Hartwood. Yeah, my name is Mike Lertzema, and I'm the council chair for Hartwood. Hartwood is a, a regional network of forest protection groups that goes from Missouri to Virginia. We cover 16 or more states in the eastern part of the United States focusing on public forest protection, primarily national forests, but it also includes state forests from primarily in Indiana where the state forests are facing a bigger threat than, than the Hoosier National Forest. The Hoosier National Forest is about 202,000 acres, and the Indiana State Forests all combined are about 150, 155,000 acres. The state forests are about 50,000 acres smaller, but they're logging twice as much. On the state forests right now, they're pulling out more timber than they were during the height of clear-cutting on the Hoosier National Forest which was the 1970s and 1980s. But on the state forest, not doing as much clear-cutting to meet this high timber quota as they were on the Hoosier then. So what that means is that the impact of these timber sales is much larger. So instead of completely devastating, completely wiping out one area for you know a really, 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 really long time, what's happening is that they are having major impacts across a much broader area. Like a term gets thrown around a lot by forest advocates is like clear-cutting and deforestation. And so I think it's important for forest advocates to be careful in the language that we use because the DNR is clear-cutting some areas of the state forest for sure, but the vast majority of what they're doing is what they call single tree selection or selective cutting or group selection. So these group selection trees, which is where they take out like a, a group of trees, those can be, you know, an acre or two or five. So it's like a small clear cut, but it doesn't qualify by like their term as clear cutting. And also it's not deforestation in that they're not wiping out this forest to never be a forest again. The reason why I think it's important that we have that terminology correct is because if we use wrong terminology, we're more easily dismissed. But that doesn't make what they're doing any less devastating or any less harmful towards ecosystems. What they're doing is they're shifting the forest type at a rate and in a way that hasn't ever been done before in Indiana since the forests were first cleared by European settlers. Once the DNR logs an area of the state forest, it is still a forest, but it is a much younger forest. It's much more susceptible to things like non-native species. It's much more susceptible to erosion and also generalist species, wildlife species, so um, wildlife species that can thrive in any environment. And they're doing this at the expense of interior forest habitat, deep forest habitat. Indiana has an abundance of edge forests, an abundance of young forests, but we have a severe dearth of mature interior wild deep forests. Many species rely on young forests, but we got a lot of those. We got a lot of young forests. We don't have a lot of old forests, which many other species rely on. Many of the species that thrive on younger forests also happen to be game species, most of which there's plenty of. Deer, there's too many deer. Everybody can agree to that. And wild turkey, which there's plenty of wild turkey. Another species that you'll hear the DNR mention that we need more younger forests or early successional is the term, 
is a rough grouse, uh, which is a game a game bird, which in Indiana is endangered for sure, but it's not endangered throughout its range. Southern Indiana is just on the edge of the rough grouse range. And with climate change, studies have suggested that the rough grouse's range is moving north, like many other species. So because we're already on the southern edge of its range, should we be managing our forests to favor this species that might not be around here much longer anyway because of climate change? Or should we manage our forests to favor non-game species that require deep interior wild forest habitat, such as the cerulean warbler and various kinds of bats and other kinds of warblers too, uh, not to mention salamanders and snakes and various insects and spiders and that sort of thing. So by shifting the forest type and the forest structure and the forest stand age across the entire state forest system, the DNR is threatening the viability of interior forest species survival and successful reproduction in Indiana. So I saw a quote from John Seifert that said that basically he said that there wasn't enough young forest. Why would John Seifert say that there wasn't enough young forest? The DNR is really good at finding justifications for increased logging. So what has happened is that most of the state forests are 80 to 100 years old or were at one point. A lot of them have been selectively logged over the past 40 years. A lot of them have had selective cutting here or there, but not at the rate that's happening now. What that has meant is that most of the state forests have been, up until recently, maturing second growth. So most of the trees were all more or less the same age. Um, The canopy trees were uh, more or less the same age across the state forest system. And so what that meant was that when they say there's not enough young forest, that meant that there weren't, according to the DNR, enough new growth. So areas that are interior to forest, like interior openings within forests, like a place that would look like a tornado went through or or something like that, or windfall, that sort of thing. Because that starts like early successional. So it's like new, young growth, young trees, that sort of thing. So the DNR will say, will say like, oh, when they go in and they do a small clear cut or patch cut, that they're replicating that, and that that's good habitat for a certain species, including you know rough grouse and deer or whatever. The thing is, is that it doesn't replicate a tornado, doesn't replicate windfall because they're taking all those trees out, and the tornado, all those trees are still there. And two, the infrastructure for that timber sale, including the roads and the logging yard, completely change the hydrology of the area making more prone to erosion, opens up avenues for non-native species and everything else. A mature forest, a forest that is allowed to reach its full life cycle, has young forests. It has 300-year-old trees, but also has sections where there are natural openings. And if you walk through some of the oldest areas and the oldest forests in Indiana, you will see in the middle of these forests natural openings that are large, where a huge tree fell down and took out all the trees below it. That looks a lot different than this patch cut or a clear cut. So it's not only that we need more early successional forests, more young forests that the DNR uses to justify cutting more. They'll also say things like, well, we're losing oak hickory. Oak hickory is is not regenerating because it's getting shaded out by beech and maple. So we need to go in and take out all the beech and maple to favor oak and hickory. They use that to justify more logging. But 
the reason they want to favor oak and hickory is because they have higher timber value. This need for younger forests is just part of their, their rhetoric for, to justify increased logging. They're really good at finding science to back up increased logging.